0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. My name is Marco Dupa for my great and powerful co-host, Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? Uh, tonight's brew is from the Red Cypress Brewing Company. Rest in peace. We will love you forever. It's the 70 Shades of Ray kulsh Ale. It is a collaboration with the Cigar City Brewing Company. Uh, tonight we have special guests on the podcast from the Thai Street Pop-Up Kitchen, now, correct me if I'm wrong, it's Bung Rack. Bung, rock. bung Rack. Bung rock. Bung Rack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have Dylan and Cheyenne. Hello. Welcome to the Hi. show, guys. Hey. <laughs> All right. We're going to have a good time, Adam. Mm. Let's we do are. this. Just, this is the just one, us. <laughs> this is the One Bearing Podcast.
1: <laughs> there we go. I really cracked ours. So. Nah, you're fine. You're fine.
0: To meet you guys for the first time at Red Light, Red Light. Um, how long have you been? How long have you been doing the uh, pop up at Red Light? I don't. I don't know. Uh, regularly, probably, a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we started
1: regularly a year ago, but we'd done pop ups at Red Light before that um, throughout the ye- past year. So maybe two years, yeah, up to two and a half years. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, before that, we were at Swine and Sons. Um, every other Wednesday regularly.
0: Do you still go to Swine and Sons? I haven't seen you guys' uh, post about that.
1: Actually, uh, and it hasn't been announced until this moment, we have one coming up with them on the, the... what? what's the date? The 26th? Twenty-six. I think it's the 26th. Of June. The 26. It's the twenty one June 26th. Yeah, it'll be okay. a, a, we got an exclusive. exclusive. We got an exclusive, <laughs> yeah. We <if you> haven't, <laughs> you know, so that'll be um, our first time back there in like a year, um, but uh, we got our start there, and uh yeah, so
0: we're really excited about that. Yeah, I, that's what's up. It's gonna be great. So, kind of, kind of go into the the start of it because it's a pretty. I mean, I've seen there's like a, there's documentaries that I've seen about like the the kitchen in the house kind of deal. I know that's where it kind of started. Yeah, right it was an accident, me if I'm wrong, kinda, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, what was it four years ago or three? I don't know. Four. It was probably four, four years ago. Um, long st- Oh, so Cheyenne and I have been best friends forever. Uh, for a really long time but uh i got really into cooking thai food forever ago um and uh i got like obsessive about it. i mean i've always cooked thai food my whole life because um, i'm a half thai yeah uh, but i got obsessive about it um probably like five years ago and um i started doing it posting it on instagram and then people were like oh, do this, uh, cook for me, I'll pay you money, blah, blah, blah. So wait, uh,
0: it, it started off of you just just cooking and just posting on Instagram. It didn't accidentally. Start off... Right, so yeah. it wasn't like an idea of like, I want to run a restaurant or do this idea. It was just, I'm having fun with it, and then people just kind of latched onto it.
1: Yeah, Um. then uh, one day, um, I was in a really bad mood. I got in a fight with my ex-girlfriend, and then I was like, I'm in a bad mood. I'm going to make a big batch of duck noodle soup and post it on Facebook and see if anybody wants to come over and eat this. As one does. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I did that. And then a bunch of people showed up and I was like, oh, this is a good idea. So it was like, oh, here's my number. Text it for the address and show up if you want. And it's $5. And then I was like, oh, that works. People came. So I was like, hey, Cheyenne, you want to you wanna do this? So we can get a little bit more organized. And we weren't restaurant people. Um, we didn't you know, really know what to do. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, we did it again and it did really well. And then uh, we did it again and it did like really, really well. Like people started bringing their friends or telling their friends it was getting numbers, like texting people I didn't know. There
2: was a wait list. People were waiting <laughs> in the wow. living room.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was in this, uh, the Park Plaza apartments on Bombay over in Milk District where we actually Shine and I both lived at different times. My bad. Um, but uh, yeah, it was tiny. So we can only fit, I think, five people at the table. So it was like, yeah, hey, you're. Five people come up and we were doing that for a while and then uh our friend lexi uh from swine and Sons like hey that thing you're doing it's super illegal you want to come <laughs> do it not so illegal um at swine and Sons? so you can and i was like oh okay sure and uh yeah we didn't really know what we were doing we were like super scared and then but i mean we did it and uh kind of the rest is history from yeah. there um
0: yeah i mean i in mean, this area is um this area is pretty receptive i think to to i mean like as far as i've seen like newer ideas people are pretty friendly about stuff like that so can be yeah i think it was it it was kind of a
1: big deal for for i mean at the time because i we looking back on it because we were just doing something because we wanted to yeah um, and then uh we're like, okay, I guess we like I really like the food, and then at one point I was like, oh, I think we might do this seriously a lot more. And uh, our friend Jordan, who helps out, he started with us, left, and now he's back. I I think. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't gone for long. He wasn't
1: gone for long. He <laughs> saw how much fun we were having, but it was me, Jordan, cheyenne we're like, okay, let's go. We, you guys, we have to go to Thailand. Like, we have you have to see, you know what we're doing and then we all went to thailand together came back and then uh we started doing the bi-weeklies at swine yeah um we created this whole vibe based off uh, our time there together um and then we're still sticking to that yeah so that's yeah.
0: that's what's up so the trips to thailand that's like um is has that become like a yearly thing now uh for for me um
2: every six months, months. <laughs> yeah. sometimes you know whenever
1: <laughs> uh we can get a chance um mm-hmm uh going next planned trip is november that'll be cheyenne's first time back since was it
2: two and a half years ago yeah Probably almost two and a half years, years ago.
1: ago yeah so it'll be it'll be good um yeah i mean it's a it's a it's a big part of it and i mean here's the, the the thing is like you know our no dishonor fans or anything but our fans are like oh it's so cool it's so authentic they go to thailand and do cool stuff all the time but really <laughs> we're running off to thailand and and chilling for, <laughs> I mean, it, it, you learn by being there, right. like you eat food and like you see, you know, a certain way of things, then you ask questions, but uh, mm. yeah, it's, it's super, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword right. in a good way. But
0: think. you're, so you're, but you're half Thai, your I'm pops is Thai. Thai, right? Yes. Yes. Because I remember I met your mom. Yeah, she probably introduced herself. Dude, she, so she did. Now bro, I met his mom. No offense, she's very pale. Yeah, she's she real pale. <laughs> that's, a, that's a white lady. Yeah, and I, and she came up to me and she's like, "Are, are you enjoying the food?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yes, fuck, I, I love the shit." And she's like, "I'm his mom," and, and I thought she was fucking with me. I was like, "Cool, that's, that's you're like a family friend." I'm thinking, and then like. Um, later on she like came up to you and she was like behind the thing and she's talking to him like she's taking this really far <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's,
0: taking the, she's like fuck she really is his mom <laughs> so um did your did your pops teach you or did you was it something that you naturally kind of picked up because it was something that you because like for me for example my pops didn't he didn't he, he you know he's a military guy he's a he's a hard ass he very quiet man he didn't teach me shit when it came to like <laughs> uh, how to cook and and what to cook and everything like that. You just I just started to pick up on the stuff. I would ask my aunts and uncles and stuff, and my pops didn't do it. So was it something that he felt it was important to pass on to you, or was it something that you just wanted to do? Uh, he always cooked when I was
1: growing up. Uh, his dogs being so snoring, he does that. We're growing up, and um, I don't know. I. Uh, I have memories of being like a, a kid and going to like these family gatherings and like eating food. And then that food differed super greatly from the food that I was eating in Thai restaurants like growing mm-hmm. up. And I didn't really connect that those two things were different until, I don't know, five or six years ago, I found fell down some Internet wormhole uh, and it was really you can blame everything on the Internet. For and sure. Uh, <laughs> um, saw it was different. And uh, but also like growing up. Um, like, my aunt, uh, I have an aunt that lives in Colorado, and she cooked a lot, so we go in these family things, and be like, oh, I, you know, I, I'm learning stuff here. And it wasn't, like, a, a serious cooking thing, but, like, also, like, uh, way longer when, like, Shannon and I first became friends we'd like, we'd always, like, cook big meals and stuff. Not necessarily
0: Thai. Yeah. But, um...
2: Lots of family meals Yeah, happening. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. it just kind of was, like, nice. a natural progression, yeah. I think.
0: So, while you guys were growing up together, how much... Were you involved with like cooking, like learning Thai and stuff like that? Not like, quite growing up together. We yeah. met one oh, okay. or like, like
2: 10 years ago. Yeah, probably. Like 10
0: That's years might, ago. might as well. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I, guess th- so. th- I know people from 10 years ago who I haven't spoke to in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, they we might like, as well have grown up together.
2: Randomly met. Because I was wearing a brand new shirt. No, it was was an against me shirt. Against me shirt. It was against me, so sorry. Um, But uh, he gave me a hug, and we were just friends. And then we didn't talk for, like, a year. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to Orlando, and we met randomly. And he was like... I know you. You were wearing that against me shirt. I was like, all right, I guess we're friends. And then we just never stopped hanging out after that. Um, But when we first started, I was really just... Serving and like taking orders and mm-hmm. kind of seeing what was going on behind the counter type of thing. Yeah. But in the past year and a half, I've really gotten into like the cooking, and I'm just learning a lot right yeah. now. It's amazing.
1: Basically, my manager's everything. I, I mean, now I mean, I probably told you the same thing. It's like, oh, what date works for
0: you? Let me ask Cheyenne. I don't. I, just, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I organize everything. Yeah. So, um. So, I've seen, like, you've kind of, like, expanded. There's more people behind the counter than there were, especially when when I first met you. It was just you two. Mm -hmm. I think there was one other dude. Probably Jordan. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. Jordan. But then, but now it's, you've got, like, what, like, four or five people with you now? Yeah, we have to make a schedule every week. Wow. Wow. How does that feel, like you didn't want to become like a restaurateur but i mean minus a brick and mortar place that's what it's becoming
1: it's i mean yeah it's it's pretty weird uh we're a catering company te- technically mm. um i but, think
2: every week it gets weirder we're like oh this is happening yeah. <laughs> this, is a- this week yeah. in particular this yeah.
1: week and last week have been like so brutal like mm. like it, it you know and this is not a complaint at all, but it's like the amount of stuff that we've taken on. We're like, Oh wow. And it's, yeah. it's good. Um, if it, I mean, I, I think if it wasn't for Cheyenne, I'd probably say no to so many things. I'd be like, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to do that. But you know, you don't learn things unless you do them. Right. That. Uh, so now like, like this week we have our first um, like pickup order, drop off order, which we've never done before. And yeah. it's like a normal thing for like people who make food. Like oh, pe- someone asked like, Hey, can you do this? And I
0: guess. Sure. Why not? <laughs> so I mean, is that is that ever in the cards? Do you guys want to have a brick and mortar when place? When it's time. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, the, the thing is like people open restaurants who don't who haven't worked in a restaurant. Like mm-hmm. me technically. I don't I'm not like a chef per uh the definition of it. So it's like I don't want to make something and not know what I'm doing. I'm already doing this thing where I you know, we don't know what we're doing really, but we're learning. And I think with something as big as a restaurant, I I feel like I we have to know everything going into mm-hmm. it. You know, right. um, it's yeah. too big of a of a jump. Also, like this whole, uh, I mean, we're we street food to the core, and I think this is this is very uh very street food what we're doing. It's it's also very Thai, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: it's exactly what we're going for. What yeah. we want to be. So
1: like in Thailand, like you have, you mean. Like street stalls, they're only open on like two days a week, and then they sell out, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. And like you know, they're legendary for it, uh, and it's kind of the it's kind of the vibe we ended up having, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, we'll we'll see. Right. You know, there's also a lot of flexibility with this too, so yeah. that's good. I mean, we can say yes to to things that we're not used to. We get to do these collaborations that we have. Uh, we had one at the Ravenous Pig last week, and then we have a few coming up this summer that we haven't announced yet. Um, yeah, it's a
0: long answer. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what we're here for. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I mean I guess it would kind of um, kind of take a little bit of the charm from it. There's I a, yeah.
1: I mean I think it would do well, um, but we you know we want to want to know what we're dealing with it mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Um, yeah, because they say that's like one of the things that like people uh it's one of the most um uh, how how to word this they fail often yeah people just they're like fuck it i'm gonna open a restaurant
1: sometimes i think like how stressed we are and this is not a complaint at all We love it um and you know it's statistically one of the most stressful things you can do in your life is open a restaurant so Mm -hmm. it's like okay maybe i'm not you know
0: maybe we're not ready just yet
1: yeah um
0: yeah i've talked to i've talked to max a lot i mean you 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 met him when he came in i talked to him a lot um, he's a friend of the podcast, friend of the show, obviously yeah. he's talked at length about his business endeavors and things like that. And yeah, it sounds like people think you just buy a spot and you go, all right, well, I'm going to fill it with my food and people are going to come in and that's it. Yeah. And there's a lot, a lot more to it. Few people are to jump. <clears throat> yeah, yeah.
1: People are always at- just like i mean my dad who's been super supportive he, i'll just open a restaurant
0: but it's like you know it's, there's so much more than just opening a mm-hmm. restaurant
1: it's like oh okay
0: well people are always looking at the next thing they're like well you you got this thing but how you gonna make more money I know, you, what's, a, what's the next thing very little overhead right now it's, yeah. it's <laughs> right
1: it's I very magic very nice yeah. yeah um i mean we've, we've been able i mean we're only really open two days a week and it's mm-hmm. uh this past year, of, how many times have I gone to Thailand? Twice, three.
2: three. Three?
1: Three in the past 365 days. Enough that she's like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The census>. <laughs> <laughs> um, enough to to do that uh, over and over again, and yeah. pay your rent while I'm gone, and uh, you know, give PTO as yeah. much as I can. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it's a it's a, it's a good business model right now. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not, yeah, yeah. It
0: sounds it sounds like you've pretty much got it where you want it to be yeah is I mean, this like are, are you are you guys both looking at it like this is a, this is how we framed it in our heads because it feels like we didn't frame it like no, no, i was just, just about just, to say it, it kind of feel, doesn't feel <laughs> like you had an it. idea just, yeah. It just, yeah. turned out this way
1: yeah it turned yeah. out this way and that's that's good you know yeah. Yeah. it's
2: yeah. nice to like build the community around it too and like see all the new faces and that it's growing and people mm-hmm. are really expanding and trying new things because I mean, before this, I didn't even know what real Thai food tasted like at all. right. Like, no clue. I I mean, I love the Thai restaurants in Orlando, but there's definitely Americanized Thai food, and I feel like this is just way different. You gotta, they
0: got to make it easy on our, on, on our American palates. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's also cool because we
1: get Thai customers, too, that return over and over mm-hmm. again. And they're like, oh, it's so nice that you like are making these things that we don't get to eat often or that we haven't yeah. eaten in so long. Yeah. Um,
2: and now yeah. Thai restaurants are also serving more Thai-style food. Yeah, that's but, been yeah. cool to see, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really awesome to see that they're...
1: So I'd like yeah. to think we have a little influence. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it does seem like there's a there's a greater influence on trying to be as authentic as possible, mm-hmm. uh, within within whatever their means are, trying to um, reach that level of authenticity that people appreciate. Yeah, I
1: think you know, I mean, I, I it depends who you talk to, but like some people, are like oh, authenticity is not a real thing. It, I think it's
0: yeah, it's a super
1: real thing, and it, I think yeah. it's super important. I don't think you everyone has to make authentic food um but i think preserving those ways and uh is is super important too i mean like for me i don't speak thai very well i mean i learn um i can hold conversations we can be in thailand for x amount of time and it's fine um but i can cook thai i think pretty okay so i think that's like Mm. my way of like uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for of like connecting right? Right, know? right.
0: So yeah, yeah You see that mm-hmm. a lot on like, you know, that was a big influence with like Bourdain for instance was like the language of food And like that's how you connect with people over mm-hmm. food. And things it's a
1: hundred percent true. Yeah. I mean like uh, I Being in Thailand, it's like I don't really know what to talk to people about But yeah, I can start talking to people about food and they're like, mm-hmm. getting, like super excited. I'm like, oh okay, cool Yeah, you know, especially taxi drivers
0: <laughs> <So>, um, <laughs> Kind of going back to your regulars Uh, Because I've seen, before it wasn't that big of a deal, I guess. But now, keeping the dishes uh, at, like, no substitutes. Like, you're doing the dish, and it's like, with a smile, you're going to eat this, or you're not going to eat it. (laughs) That's kind of it. It is what it is. So what what was the change there? Because I know that, like, before you were kind of like, ah, we can do some things, but we don't really want to touch it. Now it's like, no, motherfucker, you eat it the way we want, the, the way we make it. I don't really know why we
1: got so st- I mean, yes, I, I do know why we got so sick, st- because we were getting to the point where like we start offering like uh, certain things, like we we have a dish that's pretty well known, like kamu is um, pork leg over jasmine rice. And, like, someone would be like, oh, can I get that over sticky rice instead? Because, I mean, white people love sticky rice. So, mm-hmm. you know? um, and, like, someone would, like, whoever would say, oh, yeah, like, sure, we'll do it for them. because we But then, like, I remember telling my aunt that in Thailand, and she, like, made this, like, gagging, like, <laughs> face. I was just like, don't ever do that. And I was like, okay, yeah. never. And then it was, like, kind of just, you know, you can't do little things and then, like, not expect that to, like.
0: Fold into like these mm-hmm. really
1: weird butterfly weird effect
0: Yeah, exactly. it's a butterfly yeah, yeah. effect. Yeah, it just kind of the snowball just keeps going downhill until people are coming in, like, put that on my pizza. And like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And wings, I get fried rice on a bagel. The wings yeah. without because, spice. I'm like, that's just that's, that's just, just a chicken, chicken wings. wing. <laughs> that's all it is. Just a chicken wing.
1: Rest in peace, wings. They're no longer on our yeah. permanent menu. Ah, oh. so, that's know. a
0: pro and a con. I had them in, I like. I was I, I had one and I was like, why well, I, I bought them. And we got to do it. We got <laughs> it. We got to push through, yeah. and we push through. But dude, it was. Yeah, was... uh, I think I would. I would
1: confidently say they're the they're the spiciest dish in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. When the, you know when they're around. Yeah. I mean that we could still bring them back sometimes, but. Uh, you know. Is there any dish that you two can't handle? I don't think so. There's one time though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in Thailand,
2: yeah, I was about to say when we, someone tells me to put too many chilies in the papaya salad,
1: <laughs> they put something like twenty chili, 20, oh. 20 Thai chilies in a papaya salad.
2: Yeah, his auntie was like, "No, no, <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to have that." <laughs> yeah,
1: and then uh, I, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's too hot." Actually, um, a friend of a friend I have in in Bangkok gets her papaya salad with nineteen Thai chilies. And God just, damn. Yesterday, we made a papaya salad. Uh, we had a little
0: family dinner, and we put, like, two in there. I was like, this is it's brutal. So <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't like spicy food as much as the next person, but god damn.
1: But it's got to be flavorful, you know? Right. Yeah. No, right. Yeah. It's got to have flavor.
0: Yeah. Well, and the and the thing about, like, people asking for, for no spice is, like, well, well, why did you come here then? <laughs> like, that's, I mean, that's part of the, the, the appeal. That's, that's why you're here is the spice. Mm-hmm. Like you guys put your arm and legs into this food. Yeah. And then they're like, Well, can I have it without your work? Can you just cook <laughs> yeah. it without every all the love and everything that you've put can you put that on the side? Like it's a weird request. Yeah, we get we
1: get strange requests sometimes. <clears throat> like uh and we get to say no to them now too, which is good. I can't yeah. think of the strangest one we've People had.
2: People ask for um, rice and the soy instead of the noodles a lot. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it's like no, no. no, no. <laughs> we cannot do that. Why would you
1: do that? No. So my my favorite thing we get uh, sometimes is like, oh, the soi, which is our like signature. It's a it's a curry. Broth. Hey, I'm vegetarian. Can I get that without meat? We'll be like, you yeah. no. Actually, the broth is a uh, is is. Like a it's a twenty four hour chicken broth, and they'll be like, "Oh, that's fine." I'm like, well, then you're vegetarian. <laughs> wing. What <Well>, are you? <laughs> What's going on here? You know, that was uh, a test. I yeah. love
0: that. There's no, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. You're always gonna have to deal with.
1: Yeah, it's a lot less. Strange. No, we're not hating on anyone listening. Who, if you are that person, but you're you are confusing. You know? <laughs>
0: No, but it seems, I mean, you know, it, it, you have to deal with, with that, but I mean, it seems like for the most part, like, the fan base is, has, seems pretty supportive with everything, and even when I see something like, you know, no substitutes, there's like one or two per- people who are like, but why, and then most, most people are like, you know why, Yeah, why are you yeah. asking that, you know why.
1: We are surprised that also, like, the, advent how adventurous people have become, too, yeah. it's like, um... We uh sometimes we'll throw something on the menu that is like, like pork ear and intestine in it, and they'll it'll sell out. So we're like, oh okay, nice. You know, nice. and you know it's uh there's a titus called lu, and it's a raw pork blood soup. And I had a couple of people be like, hey, can you make that? And I I could, but I legally cannot serve that. But <laughs>
0: I'm glad you want to try it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah just crazy what was the dish that um you had at the uh at the private dinner it was like the the fish it was ah, literally just like on the, the whole plate. fish yes that
1: ah, uh, that's our parad prick um it is a whole fried fish with a chili sauce and crispy basil and it's a chili sauce that my dad actually taught me how to make nice and i made a few subs i made a few like adjustments to it to yeah it's actually a little spicier than he likes to make it, um, but yeah, that's a, that's our signature private dinner dish. So if you ever get a private dinner, whenever we start doing those ones again, uh, you can actually all book us for a private dinner at your house. But whenever <laughs> we start start doing our own again, um, we'll have that again. Link but, will be um, in the subscription, in the description. <laughs> of me. Plug, 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 plug.
0: <laughs> nah, yeah. but that that shit was, yeah, dude. Look, man, I looked swear, looked I, I wish really I could have. I mean, I didn't bring you any. Uh, I'm yeah, no, like you that. didn't. Yeah, we, uh,
1: we did it at Red Light once, and uh, yeah. I think that was like a, a tester for us. Like we're like, because we had a good summer. This was last year. Like, you know, if we can, because you know, after cost and everything, we had to sell it for like forty bucks. And I was like, if mm-hmm. we can sell out of these fish, forty bucks each, in a craft beer bar, I think we're doing okay. And then we ended up doing that. We yeah. sold out all. I was like, okay, nice. we're doing all right yeah. then. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was cool. I love that dude.
0: Red Light's been uh, Red Light's been pretty good about um, having you guys there. It's been a pretty decent crowd every time you guys go there. Um, what are the other ones you do? You did Swine and Sons. That we, was we started. Uh, Whipperwill, um, too, Whipper, right? Yeah, we do, Whipper do Whipperwill every Friday. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, um,
1: they're really supportive and really cool. Love those guys. Um, and then uh, I don't know if we'll, we we did the heavy for a while. Um, actually talking to them about doing some like sit down kind of things yeah um, and then hold on a moment we did Red Cypress we did a Red couple Cypress. times yeah, yeah. rest, yeah. In peace. rest in peace rest in peace uh yeah I don't know is that everything oh the guest house when we can um oh nice we've done we've done a few there you do it uh like out back we do it mm-hmm. out back okay. yeah nice I'd like to do it again sometime soon yeah uh, and uh
3: yeah think I, that's
1: it I think that's everyone right yeah yeah, okay. I mean, we just did the collab dinner with Ravenous Pig last week. I don't know if that counts as a pop-up. So, yeah. How'd it go? Know. It was great. Um, I was panicking all week. <laughs> <laughs> she needed to calm me down, like, yeah. like <clears throat> all the time. He was
2: sick. I was like, you're not sick. Like, it's okay.
1: <laughs> it's fine. Um, but, I, I, yeah, it went really great. Um, me and um, Chef Nick worked really great together everything turned out really great uh, we actually had a Thai couple there who some of our regulars and they were like super stoked on like rushed over there because you know with a collaboration where it's like kind of fusion you gotta like check to make sure i was
0: like, hey is everything okay they're like
1: yes it's great go right. go back mm-hmm. to the kitchen i was like okay <laughs> okay good <laughs> um yeah it was really fun i yeah. uh, definitely want to do it again
0: how do you guys feel about um fusion stuff like that i mean do you do you it's because i mean like like we talked about like your your you guys's kitchen is it's the emphasis on on yeah. authenticity. But. If
1: it's delicious, then yeah, good. Yeah. Like my favorite restaurant in the world is Missin Chinese in New York City, mm-hmm. which is essentially a fusion Chinese restaurant. I don't know much about fusion. I mean, about Chinese food, um, but it's, the food is delicious and it's definitely not authentic. Yeah, um, and it's yeah, it's fusion. They 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 have pizza. They have like hmm. a wood fired pizza oven, and they use like a. A star- a bread starter from Tartine Bakery in uh, San Francisco. So it's like that's not Chinese at all, but it's delicious. And I think <laughs> that's
2: an Arizona tea. Yeah, I think they're still running that or something what? like that. Uh, yeah, it's it's
1: just such a cool yeah. vibe and like the food's so good. Um, actually, some of the we have a couple. I'll, I'll announce. We'll announce it here too. We have a collaboration with Pizza Bruno coming up hey. on the what's the fifteenth uh it's gonna be at red light we'll be doing some for few- their
2: anniversary red lights yeah red june, june 15th.
1: years june 15th yeah okay very nice we'll be doing some uh Eddie, write, so... yeah, write that down no we'll be uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh we did our collaboration with bruno um last year bruno's a good friend of ours um and uh yeah we, we're gonna do some fusiony stuff i mean we it's fun it's delicious i mean it's not our focus but for events it's fun mm. to do like we're doing a like some some of the wings and we're going to cover them in parmesan cheese, calabrian Ooh. chilies, uh, uh the knots, garlic knots with penang curry dipping sauce. You know,
0: thai basil pizza. So how how does how, how does the collab like that happen? Do you both do does everybody like kind of just do you sit down with ideas or do you actually just get in the kitchen and just start just throwing shit on stuff? We and just, just sit down with works. ideas and
1: say, oh, this this sounds good. That Let's sounds do that. Good. Yeah.
0: I picture like a
2: mafia round table.
0: Yeah. It's right. essentially <laughs> like that.
1: No,
2: actually. <laughs> just yeah, we, the
1: one light like, kind <laughs> of swinging. Yeah. We, we find like a, a a nice, like older Thai restaurant to meet in. We go through the back door. Yeah, we right. We a table in right. the back. You've got to go like, through the kitchen. Exactly. Yeah. And then we we sit signs. around like that. Yeah. And then uh, then we come up with these ideas. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah. We got... And then the Swine and Sons menu is going to have some cool collaborative, like, southern style versus Thai food stuff. And also, like, some traditional stuff, too. And that
0: was the 28th, right? 26th? 26th. 26th, yeah.
1: And then we actually just pinned another collaboration for August today, uh, who I will not announce yet, but it does involve tacos.
0: Ooh. I mean, you've you've, you've spoiled us enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I like that. I like that. That's <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I, I I wanted to ask you because, uh, you did you guys did the um, you were part of the uh, Anthony Bourdain tribute thing the 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 pop up that was at Red Light where they yes. had they had the collaborative menu and everything like that. Um, you were saying before that you, I mean, you were passionate about cooking when you were younger, but it wasn't like a thing until like it started to become successful. Um is, is but were you always like was it always something like uh you were one of the people who like watched the food network all the time, like watched no reservations and things like that? Where were were you always a fan of like food culture?
1: Yeah, uh for sure. Um I yeah, I grew up on no reservations. Um I know that when back like nine ten years ago when shannon would come over to my house we'd i'd put on your reservations as a background stuff mm-hmm. but that uh yeah i grew up watching that um i a hundred percent can honestly say that actually without shows like no reservations uh parts are known that we would not be doing this today right mm. like i would not give a shit about food so yeah, yeah.
0: um what <laughs> about oh, you Shane.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean I've learned from him when I'd go over to his house and then we went to Thailand and we went to all the places that Anthony Bourdain went to. Right. It was really cool to be like, Oh, he was here. We're <laughs> eating the same blood soup as he was eating. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What's where's the
0: place that he um they boxed in his booth? Where it was that uh, oh, him with, and uh, 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 the no, president? Wasn't
2: that in Vietnam?
1: I was in Hanoi, I think. Okay. Right? Hanoi? I think I think, I think so. so. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. So if you go there now, it's like there's glass around the table. <laughs> yeah. And it says uh, Anthony Bourdain and uh, Obama sat here. I love that like, shit. I want to go.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I want to go to that. I want to go to Vietnam. I actually took a DNA test recently. This is... Man, I've never said this publicly. Top secret. Not... I took a DNA test and apparently I am a quarter vietnamese and my dad is half vietnamese holy shit but he says that's not possible so Mm. i really gotta know what's up with this so (laughs) i would like to go to. i'm gonna start going to vietnam and asking around like hey are you my dad
0: (laughs) (laughs) which uh which one did you do
1: yeah i did uh ancestry.com yeah i also found out i'm three percent sri lankan so when i was in sri lanka about a month ago um, i was
0: like yeah i'm I'm, uh, three percent sri lankan everyone's (laughs) like i don't care cool <laughs> cool yeah. i uh cool. i did it and found out uh, my mom both my parents did it. so my mom my mom is black she's black and, and white so she found out first we found out that there's not an ounce of native american in us even though my grandma was like, we're part of the Sioux tribe. Yeah. They've got the whole bloodline, and it turns out not even a not even a drop.
1: Yeah, my dad always said we were part Mongolian, and there's zero
0: Mongolian. <laughs> like, at all. It's always just like they, they, they get that story, and then they latch like, my grandma, she has nice hair. She's like, that's what we get our good hair, baby. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's probably the white in you. It's probably the slave, or the slave owner in you. That's, that's what it was. So she finds out that she's... Um, black white um actually it was just black and white white was irish and the black was uh nigerian so then my father yeah yeah yeah. good then my dad he does it he finds out that he's exactly what he thought he was which was um his mom was portuguese and his dad was east indian both from guyana but that's like their their um ethnicity or whatever and then there's like um like I don't know, 10, 15% that was also Nigerian. And he's Mm. like, it's bullshit. bullshit. (laughs) There's no way. It's not true. (laughs) And I'm like, why don't you, why, he, my dad actually called Ancestry.com. He called the people. (laughs) Ask for a manager. I swear to God, this is the true story. Calls, and he's like, I want to, he wanted to speak to somebody oh, come in on. charge. They give him to like a supervisor or whatever. And they're like, what's the problem, sir? And he's like, there's no fucking way that I'm Nigerian. And I'm like, pop, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, there's no way. And my mom had to like snatch the phone from him. And it's like, "What? what's the problem? He's like, it, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. So yeah, I mean, I could see where they're like, I don't know, man. I don't know where that came yeah, from. Yeah, I told my
1: aunt, I was like, yo, my dad just got a... Uh, DNA test and uh, he's apparently happy and she's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> But I have a theory actually, and I don't know if it's, if it's true. Um, mm-hmm. I have a theory that, so half my, there's what, nine siblings, nine or 10 siblings that my, on my dad's uh, side and uh, half of them are very dark. Like mm-hmm. my dad and like myself, I'm not very dark, but I'm dark. And then half of them are super light Yeah, and like a big part of Thai culture, um, at least back in the old days. Uh, I mean, it's the number one ad- adultery capital in the world. Uh, wow. So <laughs> Nice uh, stat. Yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> number one! <Where's> number, <laughs> number one! <laughs> <laughs> number one adultery, number one most dangerous roads in the world. But I, 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 I'm thinking that maybe uh, my grandpa had like a mistress or something from Vietnam. Hmm. And, yeah. You know, I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> These are my thoughts that I have going yeah. through my head. Hey man,
0: you never know, man. I know that, I know like back in the day, back in Guyana, my pops was, you know, there was a whole, there was literally like a race war between like lighter skinned Guyanese people and darker skin Cause he's light skinned. Cause my, yeah. like <clears throat> his dad, like I said, he's East Indian, but like on the lighter side. And then Portuguese is as white as you can get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why, I mean, I'm so light skinned. My mom is black and white. So she's light skinned. So it like, it just got diluted. And then when I tell people I'm like African American, they're like, bullshit. I'm like, ah, yeah. I got, I have that logic's disease. Y- you fall to you. <laughs> is that is that why you wear the glasses and the hat right. too? I'm trying to like look like him as much <laughs> as possible. Yeah. Um. So to kind of go back to to circle back around to the Anthony Bourdain thing. Obviously, he's a big influence. Is there anybody else that's a, an influence on you guys? Uh, you know. Great. Uh, I'd say Danny
2: Bowen is. Danny,
0: Danny Bowen Bowen's Mission great. Chinese.
1: Yeah. Uh, for me, um, we have a lot of people that influence us locally. Yeah. yeah. Um. Reese and Lexi, uh, from Swine and Sense, uh, shout out, shout out, um, but I mean like honestly bef- before that, like, uh, Cask and Larder was one of my favorite restaurants, um, and that was before I was like really into food or anything, where Reese had chef for a while and uh, his era there was like one of my favorite restaurants ever, yeah. um, locally, uh, Andy from Black Bean Deli. Yeah, nice, nice. I
2: work at Black Bean Deli two days a week. This was not a. Now.
1: I mean that without yeah. without. That. But <laughs> yeah. We were actually
2: just talking about him on the way over, and how he's just yeah he's, always going and doing the most. It's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. And um, now he's opening up his new spot in Winter Park. So yeah, he's exciting. Right on.
1: Um, you know, just a lot of like the local chefs and stuff who have been like super helpful. I mean, Bruno's awesome um and then like yeah other than that it's like krung tep -tep, yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. tea time. yeah they have a really cool uh, so people always ask like what the most authentic thai spot in town is i'm like oh go to krung tep which is uh krung tep is actually how you say bangkok in thai Mm. but krung tep is a tea and coffee shop that has thai sandwiches and like while it's not like authentic thai food by any means like there's shops like that all over thailand like it's like young thai people like putting twists and this is fusion but it's like that And i guess this is kind of the line where authentic and fusion gets blurred mm-hmm. yeah but that's like the most thai place you can go um mm-hmm. but like as far as influences go it's i don't know we meet so many people like traveling and stuff like whether it's like old thai ladies or like you know not even thai but like people who just do what they love all the time and yeah. i think they've kind of been like the biggest like people who just bust their ass like every day right yeah. To, like, sometimes, like, you know, we'll feel tired or something. And then, like, um also, there's, like, this new show, Street Food, on Netflix. Yes, Netflix. Yep. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone on that show is busting their ass every yeah. day. And, like, those are the kind of people that we, like, look up to. It's like, oh, yeah. no, you know. Um,
2: Each episode makes us cry. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> For sure. You know, I thought the Singapore episode wasn't going to make me cry. And at the very end, I'm sorry if it's a spoiler for anyone, it's, like, Oh, rest in peace, this guy. Oh. Oh, come on. <laughs> Snuck
0: it up on you. Come mm. on. <laughs> it's a cheap shot really. Yeah, I just <laughs> I, I just started it. But um it's I, I'm glad you brought up Netflix Netflix though, because I wanted to ask you guys about um did you watch uh Ugly Delicious, the David Chang show? Yeah, yeah. What did you think of that? It. You haven't watched it? It's good.
1: I kinda like it was like a background noise show for me for yeah. a bit, but it it was very good. Um I really liked how every episode like delved into like different subjects and then like broke it apart by like restaurants by region. Um, yeah, the Viet Cajun one was really cool yeah. to me because um I mean it's not we're not listed on there but Orlando's Viet Cajun. Like mm. one our Vietnamese population is gigantic. Yes. And yeah. then we have Vietnamese Cajun restaurants and like mm-hmm. people are always like that's weird. Yeah. But it's not. It's like uh yeah it's 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 a really normal thing. Yeah. Like, no,
0: okay. that definitely would uh, I went to I think it's eighty eight on Colonial Pho eighty eight. Yeah. That has that's like part Cajun. I think it's eighty-eight. One of them, one of them on East Colonial. Is, they have is, King is,
1: Cajun crawfish that, too. Yes. yes. Okay. That one.
0: Yeah. And I go. I went in there and I, and you know they pull up the menu and I had the same reaction. I was like, the fuck is going on? Where am I? I Thought that I was getting soup. Yeah. Why, <laughs> why is there crawfish here too? And somebody had to kind of break that down for me. So yeah, <clears throat> that's
1: immigration is a beautiful thing. It just, yeah, that it is. It does, I mean. Maybe the reasons for it aren't always that great, but you end up with stuff like that. It's like, right. Oh, yeah. Wow, shit's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, actually, one of the people, one of my friends growing up, has a LA Boiling Crawfish on Mills and Colonial. And it's like, yeah, it's a New Orleans restaurant, but it, all the customers, for the most part, are Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's, I love stuff like that. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. I
0: like, I, I like that show and I like, um, like the like you said with each episode, kind of he, he delves into each style and it kind of like you you make that connection, because um, it all it's all all of these cooking shows as far as what I've noticed is are like I guess the quote unquote cool cooking shows, mm-hmm. like they're all of their uh, the basis for all of them is like how can you connect with people over food? So whether it's Wong's World or Fuck That's Delicious or Andrew Zimmern. Uh, strange foods or uh, strange bizarre foods, bizarre, bizarre foods, foods, yeah. Uh, all of those is always like that's the concept, right? But the 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 core, mm-hmm. thank yeah. you, yeah. The core <laughs> is is connecting with people. It's is that culture. something? Yeah. Is that something that you guys think about when when? Uh, yeah, a hundred percent, absolutely. Because you guys, I mean, like we've discussed. I mean, it's it's you obviously. I I think you're doing well enough that you could open up a brick-and-mortar place, but that would kind of, um, in my opinion, would kind of make it a little bit more impersonal as opposed to what it's it is so now. It's so personal right now. We right. get to, talk we, you to, get to know to everybody. Pe- right, you get to know you guys, and I, I, you know.
2: I feel like we make our Instagram really personal, too. <laughs> Definitely. We try just Definitely. be ourselves <laughs> as... <laughs>
0: You don't know who's admining that page at one time. <laughs> I, you, I used to think that I was talking to you the whole time, uh, and then like I, I like I think I my message you guys at one point. I think I was talking to you at one one time. No, so it's no, like yeah, I like, <laughs> I like that though. It just it's like this um amorphous like mm-hmm. yeah, it's, body it's, of that, it's all both of you us, guys.
1: everybody. So you can yeah. S- yeah. stop sending butt pics. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I see them too. <laughs> Uh,
0: but that's, yeah, so it's it's something that um, that you guys focus on. I mean, you're, you're now, I would say, part of the, the, the culture of Orlando and the, the scene, the food scene especially. I mean, when you think about the Pizza Bruno's and the Swine and Sons, you definitely think of Bong Rack now.
1: Yeah, I feel like we're, you know, I mean, I, we're just learning, but I feel like we're helping, like, Orlando's food scene grow a bit. Um, at, bringing up back from way a long ago, like, we were talking about, like, seeing uh these kind of some of the stuff we do on like other Thai restaurants menus and how that's a, re- a really cool thing yeah. yeah yeah we're making a difference and that's uh that's important yeah. yeah you know we get to to bring uh people's heritage like closer to them too. I mean I feel like I feel like if if I was uh, if, if what we were doing was around when I was growing up um and I feel like, I would have gotten closer to my heritage at a much younger age like I grew up like just any other half Thai kid in the States mm-hmm. um, You know, it's like I went to the temple sometimes and I, I My family always had friends that had Thai restaurants, but like I feel like if if this this was around like I Might have taken more interest in it mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. I like, yeah. oh wow, you know, <clears throat> yeah, it's like I, you know, I get to, to interact with uh we've had a few like half Thai kids been like, Oh man, you know, this is like stuff my dad makes. It's, it's, it's been cool. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's really cool.
0: Yeah. You don't, um, I agree with that, uh, completely. I would like, sometimes you wish that like, like I, like I, like I said about my dad, like he, you know, he just, he just did, you know, he just cooked the food. He just, he just was who he was, but he never, he didn't have an emphasis on like I need to pass this culture down mm. to my children, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean I think I mean especially as like a mixed kid. Like you don't really know what you're identifying with. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, um something like this, it's like it's it's like kind of like a way to be like friendly and familiarly be like, "Hey, this is just so you know, like you don't have to shoot but this is a, a beautiful part of your of your heritage." Yeah. And yeah. I think that's that's cool. And I wish that I'd had that back the,
0: you know, back when I was in my youth, yeah. <laughs> so you, uh, Cheyenne, you said you work at Black Bean Deli, also, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you? So you started. You started learning how to cook. Um, what Dylan's been cooking? Do you cook at uh, Black Bean also?
2: No, I'm just front of house. Just front right. of the house. Yeah, but it's really cool because the customers come in and they're like you're that Thai girl. I'm like, <laughs> I'm that Thai, but like, yeah. Like, yeah. Not necessarily. You almost By had association. it. You know? Yeah. No. <laughs> they're like, where are you guys this weekend? I'm like, oh, well. Okay. So it's I'm cool here see... at my job. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool to see that like, a lot of people that come to our pop-ups are like going to Black Bean and Swine and Sons. Like, And then we have people come to our pop-ups and they're like, wait, you work at Black Bean. Yeah. And you work, at Swan and Sons, so yeah. it's really cool to see that all these people are just regulars, and that people in Orlando enjoy really good food, it's yeah. really nice to see.
0: Was it, um, was food something that, like, the food industry, was it something that you always wanted to go into, or did it just kind of fall into it, and it's just become like a yeah, natural... Yeah, I just fell into it, yeah. I'm
2: like, oh, I love this, this is amazing, I'm working like 24 hours a day, like, it never stops, we're, we're best friends, but... It's nice because our conversations are mostly about work, right?
0: Mm-hmm. But
2: it's that's what makes it like casual. It's like, oh, we're working, but we're having a great time doing it. Right. So, it's really awesome. Right. I like how it's fell into place like that.
0: Have you guys ever thought about, um, like, culinary school or anything like that to kind of learn uh, like classical styles and things like that? Um, <clears throat>
1: I've actually. So, la was it last year that I went and staged? Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and staged at. Um, because I, as I said, I didn't have background. Um, I went to Soul Food Mahanakorn in Bangkok, and if anyone's listening and been to Bangkok, you've probably been there. It's kind of like a tourist-based restaurant, and because um, I was like, I need to, you know, work in a Thai kitchen, mm-hmm. um, and that was really good for me. Uh, I, you know, I don't really want to go to cooking school per se, but actually this November late november early december i'm taking a master class in um dois which is uh, like right outside of chiang mai thailand um it's uh this cooking school that's like super high end um and it's like all on a farm and most of the produce comes off the farm and it's like they have one of the world's most extensive libraries of thai cookbooks and um Oh, this is getting this will get nerdy. So, long time ago, <laughs> a long time ago, do it. Go, uh, there go were these down things. The they, were, they were called funeral books. And um, when someone died in Thailand, they would save a lot of their memories, like um, you know, any of their old stuff, kind of the way. But one as food's so big part of Thai culture, one of the things that was always saved was their recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, there's like thousands of these books, and you can get. You would be able, would have at one point been able to get them um, from like I don't know, estate sales or like you know, contacting mm-hmm. the family. Uh, this cooking school actually has an extensive library of those and cookbooks um, from like the past several hundreds of years, like just classic collections. Oh, um, sure. So yeah, we'll be learning about uh, learning out of that, um, and I'm super excited because I get to see um, super classic thai ways of cooking yeah um the chef he's actually he's not thai uh he's from france his name's hanuman um but it's just it looks it's gonna be super incredible i'm super excited a lot of like uh big time thai chefs have gone to the school so uh, I, <coughs> it's cool because i'm gonna go live in a hut for two weeks and nice. uh, ride a scooter there every day um, <laughs> she's gonna come visit me right after that and then we're gonna eat our way around so i think uh yeah that, that that's the closest we'll get to school. And oh, you're not getting it. You're not no. getting in the mud. No,
2: <laughs> maybe, but Possibly, no plans yet. Yeah. yeah. We'll,
1: we'll see. Um, Man. it's a, uh, it's, it's pretty pricey. So we'll yeah. I bet. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, they, I and mean, that's without lodging and stuff too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but super stoked for that. That's kind of going to be the most formal thing that I've done. Um, I actually, today was going to email Nam, which is this restaurant and ask about staging there. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, Yeah, you know, Nam is uh, one of the best Thai restaurants in the world. Um, It was formerly under David Thompson, who wrote a book called Thai Food, um, which, you know, uh, who's an Australian chef, actually, but, again, sticks to the classic recipes, Use funeral books for a lot of the stuff that they have. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it doesn't really matter... I don't care what color you are, you know? Yeah, I don't know know who's cooking
0: (laughs) it as long as it's getting cooked the right way. If you're
1: cooking it the right way, Mm -hmm. then, you know, I, I don't... I mean, there's still we especially the older generation um people who are like weird about me touching the food or like not having an all thai staff like oh you are yeah. you know phalang which is like a foreigner um even my family in thailand like you know i've messaged and was like uh, recently, I was just like, hey, do you know, if you hear any, like, cooking jobs in Bangkok while I'm there, let me know. She's like, no one is going to want you to touch the food because you're a foreigner. Damn. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, never mind. But, I mean, it's, it's good to have family like that, you know? Right. Um... Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's weird. Yeah. Uh, the older generation is a little more like
0: eh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you, we we still got a we still got a ways to go, but <laughs> I mean, what you guys are doing is a good um a good bridging of the gap, I think.
1: Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, we've uh we're we're doing our
0: best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. well, <clears throat> well, um, I think I think I've, I think I've got all the information that I need out of you guys. You can leave now. All right. <laughs> can I take Been him? fun. You can uh, you can take him for a couple days. I need to like vacuum and stuff. So <laughs> the longer he's gone, the longer there's no hair in my house. So that's good. You guys now need a lint roller. <laughs> yeah, that's you're funny. gonna need a couple lint rollers. Oh, no, that's all right. <sighs> um, you guys, uh, you met. And 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 then you, you reconnected over or, or you met because of the against me shirt right yes.
1: yeah actually we reconnected because she was friends with my ex wife oh wow <laughs> yeah
0: that <that's>... <laughs> <laughs> all right so we have a bit on the show that called it's called jams 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 where we li- basically just go through what we're listening to for the week oh, and I, I bring this oh, up this is not good okay I bring this up because of that, but also because you know me and you have talked about it I, I I've been to your house I've seen your record collection it's extensive, so yeah, yeah cringe please tell tell us tell us okay uh, um, a
2: lot of dashboard confessionals mm, this week beautiful. <laughs> a lot of Dashboard
1: Confessionals this week um
2: Always Casey Musgraves. At, at I'm every. trying to think of like what we've
1: been listening. Uh, a Thai band that's very popular oh. broke up not too long. Called <laughs> they're called Big Ass. Um, <laughs> okay. They're saying all in Thai. Um, Tupac. Yeah.
0: Uh, what gets played when you guys are cooking? See Casey Musgraves. Yeah. But during service, we exclusively play Most deaf. Like okay. exclusively. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw that black on both sides And I was like A man after my own heart (laughs) Honestly Recently I've been feeling
1: The aesthetic is like More my thing But like Mm -hmm. I love like those Madlib beats Like the 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 Indian music Is like so cool It's so cool
0: I actually i i when that album first came out i was like i was disappointed when it first came out because i was like i wanted a black on both sides i wanted 16 tracks i wanted like all this just boom bap type and then the more and more i listened to it the more i understood it's it so the more cool. I'm like dude it's yeah. it's probably my favorite uh it's, yeah, grown, it's my favorite, most favorite it's grown, it's grown, to, grown to become mine it. too yeah oh yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, speak just totally kind of going off i just feel like i need to share this with the world um I was talking about like the Indian beats and stuff like that. I love like Bollywood music like mm-hmm. that. I love list. like I'll put that on sometimes too. Yeah. Like I'll just say, okay, Google play old Bollywood songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, I mean, this is probably my own ignorance. So I was in Sri Lanka last month and, um, you know, it's South Asia. A lot of the music actually is like that. I mean, it's a different language. It's uh, mostly in Sinhala. but I was in a taxi and this music came on and it sounded like mariachi music. And I was mm-hmm. like, what is this? The guy's like, this is Sri Lankan music. And I was like, what? This sounds like Mexican music. No, this is Sri Lankan music. And then the rest of my time in Sri Lanka, I kept hearing, like, it sounds like mariachi music. Yeah, I was huh? like, this is so confusing for me. But it's, yeah, it's one of the traditional <laughs> musics
0: of Sri Lanka. It's interesting. Well, and strange. you're like 2 per, two or 3%? I'm 3% Sri Lanka. I'm a, I'm a disgrace. It's part of it. <laughs> How dare yeah. you? <laughs> All right, so we got Casey Musgraves. We got some Dashboard Confessional. Yeah, he started that. I've been in my fe- I mean, I've been in my yeah. feelings. Lately, it's been guys. An emo week. That's
2: what we've been yeah. thing. Uh, see. What the
1: thing. Let's say what the fuck else have we been listening to? I
2: know we listen to a lot of the same.
1: Honestly, I've just no I mind. have the same playlist, <laughs> and it goes so much. Now I'm starting yeah. to hate all music. It's just
2: happening. <laughs> yeah, you one more song. Yeah, <laughs> just the one. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. go
1: through phases because I like <laughs> I like all kinds. Of, like I used to play in a punk rock band. Um so like
0: those was band called uh, Junior Meowser Junior Meowser Junior
1: Meowser yeah so like I like a lot of like punk and emo stuff and then like I'll flip back and then, like that and like hip hop um oh actually I've been bumping um A$AP Rock's Skeleton album a lot uh, okay that's a good album that's a good one yeah um that's yeah I think that's it as far as music because mm-hmm. we've been really f- just busting the same shit over yeah. and over again. yeah
3: yeah um
1: but, yeah, that's, I think that's it. Hey, what about you guys? Obi. That's a, this is important. <laughs>
3: whoa, whoa.
2: <laughs> hey. Toby? Uh, let's see. Mostly soul, really. Soul? Okay. Yeah. See, it, it's tough for me because I write for a living. So a lot of times I can't listen to, like, super yeah. lyrical rap or else I'll start writing the lyrics. <laughs> Unless I know it, like, you know, by heart and then it's just noise in the background, basically. Yeah. But I, I'll usually listen to just, like, you know, hip-hop beats or... Uh, even like orchestral stuff or, you know, soul music that I know by heart, stuff like that. Yeah. So,
0: Marco? Yeah, I could, I can't, um,
2: <laughs> I quit music.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm done with that. I've been listening to a lot of myself. Uh, <laughs> shameless plug. No, I, uh, I, uh, Ocean Noises? I, dude, I, I've I just nonstop, I've listened to um, uh, uh, Tyler's album, Tyler creation Yeah, album. that's been another just one. Just over and yeah. over, I've over
1: again. I've listened to. Tyler in several years. Really? Yeah, he, he's I've changed. Been meaning to. You guys, <laughs> so you haven't <laughs> listened
0: to uh, Flower Boy? No, oh. I'm
1: listening. to Flower Boy, yeah, Ooh. I just kind of forgot about it. I guys, know. guys. I'm guys. like
0: several years behind. is what yeah, happens. Yeah. You know? Oh, Flower Boy and his recent album Igor. Are, I oh, mean, yeah. they're two of the best albums I've heard in years. A while. I, yeah. I'm not exaggerating. I've Flower heard Boy this. is incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard this. Yeah. very different than his earlier yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's but. not. It's a. It's a complete departure. If you're thinking like you're going into like Bastard or like Wolf kind of stuff, it's not that. They're like. It's like love albums. Yeah, really. He's a different. Yeah. He's he's, just, a he's a different person. Yeah, he's yeah, a, completely different. Changes, you know, yeah, yeah. you got to. He's I mean, there's only so long you can do that thing that he like the shock rap, yeah, was like horrorcore stuff. Yeah, that stuff got old for me. So I was like, I'm kind of yeah. Wrong. That's why um, I mean I I did the same thing. I got off the train. I was like, I know that the dude can rap, but I'm tired of this. Like yeah. I can't, there's, I can't just sit around listening to horrorcore all day. I can't. Yeah, it's just too much. It's too I was much. really like maybe like five months ago. I was really into Cage. As far as like horror go
1: Oh, the, mm. the rapper cage? Yeah. Yes, okay. And I, in hindsight, I was like, sometimes I go through these weird things and I'm like, I hate that shit. Like, yeah. What yeah. happened? <laughs> now you pull it
0: back up and you're like, oh man, I love I love where they're going with this. It's super dark. I'm into this. And then after like five or six songs, you're like, like this is fucking corny. <gasps> yeah, like, <laughs> I'm exhausted now. What was I thinking? Yeah. So that, um, Lizzo's album, listening to that a lot.
1: I have not mean to check that out.
0: It's very good. Very good. Makes me feel like a beautiful woman. <laughs> um, and a lot of the Clash actually. I've just listened to their entire discography. The Clash. Yeah.
1: One of the greatest bands, most important band of all time. If you mm. ever talk about Red Light, if you ever want to talk about the Clash, Brent from Red Light, Red Light is um, the the biggest Clash fan. You yeah. Want from
0: me. Well, they're they I mean, although their merch is based off of. Yeah. But yeah pretty yeah. much one of uh, I
1: what is one Brent's. One of Brent's kids' middle name is Strummer, I think, or something. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, it
0: I have the one shirt um, that, uh, it's the Give him Enough Give Rope Give Enough album. Rope, yeah. Yeah, um, and it's a Give him Enough Beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom saw it and she was just so disturbed. Because <laughs> it's just like a dead guy with like a vulture on, and she's like, what is that? And I couldn't even explain it, like explaining it made it worse. I'm like, it's a beer thing, it's a bar out in Orlando, and she's like, well, what does it mean? I'm like, well, it's based off of this album. It's called Give Him Enough Rope. And she's like, well, he's dead. And I'm like, well, yeah. Well, what was the rope? That-? Well, he's like, you know, he hung him. I don't, I don't know, My, I can't. I can't do this, <laughs> I can't do this with you. <clears throat> but I, I, I love that. I love that, um, that fusion of, uh, of music and, and, and culture and, and Beer. the bar especially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I like that shit. Alright. Uh, I, think, I think we got it. Yeah. Hell yeah. It. yeah. 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 Alright, yeah. so before we let you guys go. One more thing. We what definitely more, have to do the beer review. All right. So, like I explained before, it's out of six bottle caps. Six being obviously like you can't live without it. You if you see it in a bar, you're you're grabbing it. If it's on draft, you're you're getting it. One being, you know, it's dog shit. shit. Well, I mean, like you. I'm you, drinking a Bud Light right just, now. I was bro. just about to say. Well, we so. We used to Bud Light used to be when I we were Bud Light. when we were snobs because when we first started this podcast we were definitely beer. Oh snobs. yeah, for sure. We were like, for it sure. was, You go back and listen to some yeah. of it and you're like, ugh, you're such a douche. <laughs> why why do you care so much? So we we got off of that. We you know if it, if if it's good you know we we right matured place, right like time. like Tyler. Like,
3: you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're new people now.
0: So um, Bud Light and Coors Light that all used to be like the low like. One bottle cap, if that. That's um, definitely
1: a solid three, bro. Yeah,
0: no, no, it's, uh, we've, we've definitely pushed it up. We've pushed yeah. it up to like two and a half, three yeah. bottle caps. So it's definitely so. That's not that's not a good enough standard. So I don't know what you would put at a one. I'd say Miller High Life,
1: I hate Miller, Miller High, High Life. Life. I
2: hmm. like I like Miller Light.
1: Miller Lite's good. Yeah. good. Miller Lite's good. Miller High Life, Life however, right. not so much. Or how? Or no, maybe a one is that like uh, Michelada beer that exists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's Ooh, like yeah. a can Michelada. That's disgusting. Natty <laughs> Ice.
0: Hey, this is my cousin. Hello, Robin. This is Dylan and Cheyenne. How's it going? You know that guy. The the it's it's uh, right on the counter. Right right out in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm gonna have him on the show too. Okay. Just in Not right now. That was a preview. <laughs> yeah. Um uh we did we did a blind taste test with all of the like um, lower tier beers, yeah. like the entry level ones. Which one did we say was the best tasting? Was it Miller, Miller Light, I think. Miller Light. I think, yeah. Yeah. I think it was First Miller tasting one, yeah. so New yeah, one. there you go. Yep. It's
2: delicious. Um
1: okay, so
0: Seventy Shades of Ray,
1: Red Cypress Brewery, rest in peace. He's okay, Doing
0: doing my job for me. Uh huh.
1: Four. Four bottle caps. Four out out of six bottle caps. Four out of six bottle caps, yeah, I would say. Pretty good. Cold style beer, Mm -hmm. not
2: bad. Yeah, I I would give it a five, not a six, because I like Miller Lite. I I can't drink a lot of these types of beers. I wouldn't be able to drink, like, six beers, you know? Right. And that's why I like Miller Lite, because I can drink six. I like the six for you. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I can drink so many of them. The six
1: for me is uh, Green Zebra. I can't remember what green brand company does. Okay. Like do you know
0: what style it is?
1: It's like a. It's kind of like a sour with watermelon. Tastes like a Ooh. Jolly Rancher, and I oh, hate sweet things whoa. and I hate sours but it's delicious. Okay.
0: Like See, no, do you know what? That's that's when you know it's really good. yeah. Yep. Like you, you hate that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We're not big sour fans either, but we had a couple that were super good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yeah. when we have to give it a look. She loves bump. sours. I yeah. love sours.
0: Yeah. I go. I go for like um, stouts and porters. So my six would probably be like left-hand milk stout. Oh, that's a good one, Old yeah. Rasputin. Yes, oh, Old Rasputin. Rasputin yeah,
3: that's that was the one. first
0: Love beer it. I ever drank. I'd probably give that a wow. six. I'd probably give Old Rasputin a
1: six. It's it's a good it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, lion Stout actually from Sri Lanka is very good. Dude, hey, we have a story. Well, we have a story
0: about Lion Stout. Lion stout. Uh huh. We when okay. we first started like this podcast, when we first started like delving into all these beers, he brought that home once. And me, I got chewed dude, out for it. We shitted on him for that beer because when we first, when we first drank it, we hated it. We just, I, we just, I thought it was great. Him for it, I thought it was great. And then fast forward, what three years, four years yeah, later? Yeah, yeah. And then we had it again because we had buried him so bad. We were like, kind of felt mm. bad, so we were like, let's try it again. This was like,
2: if, it had to be our first, like, what twenty episodes or something. Yeah, like that? yeah.
0: It was definitely within so, yeah, the first.
2: we're newbies like, at that point.
0: And then we had it again. Hey, sure enough. Interesting
1: fact is that it's not available in Sri Lanka, where it is Whoa. from. You can Why really, is that? I don't know because I asked for it everywhere. You can get uh, Lion Lager and then Lion Lager Stronger, huh? Yeah, which is longer, stronger? Yeah, but there's <laughs> like no Lion Stout <laughs> anywhere. What's the um? What's the
0: What's the mainline beer in Thailand? Is, it... uh, there is Singh. It's, Mm -hmm.
1: okay, so it's spelled Singha, but it's actually just pronounced Sing. Okay. Um, Chang. That's the one. Chang is great. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's Uh, the one you see everywhere. Leo is my favorite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and fun fun fact, uh, there's several craft beers that are from Thailand, but Sing and Chang pretty much own everything. It's kind of like a cartel situation. Okay. They actually can't be brewed in Thailand, so they're like brewed in like New Zealand and Australia (laughs) and stuff and then sent back to Thailand. It
0: gets so deep, man. It'll never end. No. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a corrupt system i can't talk about it in thailand because i'll get sent to jail but i can't hear so it. Yeah. <laughs> please stay yeah. out of jail
0: no. eat this <laughs> thailand uh, monsters <laughs> <laughs> eat this. all right um four five obi your score the difference baby Four and a half. Four and a half. yeah very, half, solid. Right. very solid very yeah, solid i like solid beer. i like Polish yeah. style so up my alley all right i will also give it a four very solid I'm not a big Colch fan. Mm. I mean it's just it the thing about like Colch style beers, like they're they seem like something that you should only spend like eight or nine dollars on and then you find them in a store and they're like fourteen, fifteen bucks yeah, for the, the because crafty it's, ones. Yeah, because yeah. it's a craft and you're like, Yeah, but this this doesn't really hit you like <laughs> you like you want it to, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm just being
3: Yeah, yeah. You're just, be, you're being alcoholic. Be it's, fine. Yeah, it's, being it's fine. Yeah, it's
0: fine. All right, so four for myself, yes. four and a half for you, sir. Yes, sir. Five, four. Yes, sir. Awesome. I think we did it. I think we did. Yeah. Hell yeah. This has been the One Baron Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us, Cheyenne and Dylan from Bangrak Thai Street Kitchen. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Um, the the at is that whole thing, at Bangrak Thai Street Kitchen. You guys yeah. just have the Instagram. You have Facebook. We you have, Facebook. Right on Twitter. No Twitter no Twitter. Twitter no Twitter Okay, so just Instagram, Facebook it's uh, We'll put friends. in the description Our exclusives The collaboration with uh, Pizza Bruno And Swine and Sons mm-hmm. um, All right. Yeah, thank you guys It was a long time coming I really appreciate I'm you guys so Coming straight. over yeah. to the yeah. house Absolutely and, uh, and being on the show Yeah Big thank fans Yeah, Big fans sorry. Big
1: fans. Yes. <laughs> the same time. Yeah. Thanks a lot. All
0: right. <laughs> uh, this has been the One Bear Podcast for myself, Mark Wadupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. We love you. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening.
1: Yeah.
3: That was fun. Yeah.